fascinating gadgets, gizmos, and gear-based technologies. Daniel J. Glenn, Analytical Mastermind here. I just wanted to pop in really quickly once again this week and tell you about the video version of this podcast. You can find it on the bottom of the Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies website, which is, of course, fgbt.com. That's fgbt.com. One more time, fgbt.com. Go to the bottom, click on the link, and watch this show in its entirety, and you can find links to everything we talk about in the description. But never fear, if you enjoy the audio version, that is perfectly fine. Continue to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in and enjoy this wherever you go. Safe for driving. Video version is not safe for driving, so keep that in mind. Uh, Very important stuff. So now on with the episode. Hello, welcome to the show. That silky smooth baritone that you're hearing, of course, you know this as Daniel J. Glenn, the analytical mastermind. Next to me, right, my right-hand man, literally on my right hand, Dr. Michael Denon. You may know him as the superhero scientist. I know him as the physics phenom. Thank you for being on the program. Oh, always fun to be here. It's always fun to have you, Dr. Yeah, Denon. I'm looking forward to today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Yep. Um, and of course, the brain trust would not be complete without... Our enigmatic engineer, the uh, man of a thousand calculations, I think we're up to now. Sure. We got Ben Seepser. Ben, thanks for being on the program today. Happy to be here, Dan. So this is a very exciting show because, first of all, let me let me just set the stage here, guys. Can okay. That? Will you allow me to do that? Yes, set the stage. Please. Okay. So what do you guys like on your feet? Do you guys like wear shoes? Are you sandals people? You kind of seem like a Birkenstock kind of guy. Not really. No? Oh no, I've never worn a Birkenstock in my life. Ever? Ever. Yeah. How come? I don't know. Tevas if I wear sandals. Tevas. I know. I don't really like I don't really like sandals. And the only reason I, I've ever worn Tevas is because I'm walking through water and I needed something on my foot, you know, kinda. I try to walk on water, that doesn't work, I think. Um, <laughs> if anyone could figure it out, it'd be you. It will, I'm really just a sneaker guy. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. so sne- yeah. I grew up in the northeast. Yeah. It's cold. So you are a sneaker guy. Okay, so what is your favorite sneaker? What do you like? You um, pick. Well, I finally, I finally discovered that New Balance sneakers actually come in a wide size, and that's why my sneakers didn't fit all those years. So oh, yeah. you know, it was an eye-opening experience. So that's where I am right now. With New Balance wide. But I grew up, I love the, I guess technically not sneakers, but Adidas Sambas. I was a soccer player. Huh. I know that's a weird, that weird kind of, but the yeah. indoor soccer shoe, mm-hmm. I wore them all the time growing up. An indoor soccer shoe. Yeah. In the United States, was this? Or yeah, this, this was a socialist in the country in yeah, Europe. No, no, New England. Okay. Uh, New England, there, that's yeah. the problem. Okay. Uh, what about you, Ben? What do you like to put on your feet? You a, basically a socks guy? What are you, barefoot? I mean, my, well, I mean, at home, yeah, barefoot. But, sure. <laughs> uh, my, my regular shoe out, I'm a, I'm a Puma man. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like Puma. Pumas. Yeah. One of the originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puma was one of the originals. Okay. Adidas and Puma, yeah, they were they were brothers and they split. I got a great episode on this. Fascinating <laughs> nouns. I talked to uh, OSD Paper Chaser in from New York. Um, he tells me all about this stuff. Cool. Sneakers have a pretty incredible history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've you know I'll tell you what my favorite sneakers that I ever wore that I've ever okay. had. I know you guys didn't ask, but I'm going to volunteer this information anyway. I had a pair of Shaq, the original Shaq. Pump Reebok wow, shoes. Okay. And I love them because you could pump them up. I love the action of actually pumping yep. it up. It only really uh, secured the ankle. But yeah. I liked, I've always liked high tops because I don't want to break my ankles playing. I want to break other people's ankles playing basketball. I, I want to break my own. 
And I loved it, but the, the problem was, and this, is, this was made a point to me several times, is that they were so heavy, playing basketball was very difficult. And even though I had incredible vertical, I was always on the ground because these things cost, they were like three pounds, <laughs> they're five, you know, they're really heavy shoes. Um, but they were very quiet. Oh, sneakers. Sneakers, exactly. Speaking of, uh, so what we're going to talk about today is probably my favorite technology from the new Black Panther movie. Um, and I believe Ben pointed this out. This is named after a dad joke, the sneakers. Um, before I say that, I have to tell you, I have a little crush on Shuri, the, uh, the, the scientist who, does, who makes all this stuff. She's adorable. She's intelligent, and she's... She's a scientist. She's a scientist, and <laughs> she can... she's an engineer. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Uh, and also, a she's... scientifically inclined engineer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are usually an oxymoron, right? Right, yeah. So, uh, I, I, and she can also kick a little butt. I like yes. her a lot. She's, she's my favorite part of the, the new movie, my favorite part of the new Marvel Universe. I just want to put that out there into the universe. And so she, she invented this thing, and now it seems kind of silly... But I love this. This was one of my favorite parts of the movie, where the sneakers, basically the incredibly silent shoes that T'Challa wears when he's running around. Yep. I love this idea. What no, it's amazing. I, I tell you, so I grew up fascinated as a kid in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, where they play indoor soccer. Where we play indoor soccer because yeah, it and snows. Other socialist, uh, but but one of the things that fascinated me yes, growing up is... There was a lot about the Native Americans who lived in that area mm. in New England, and one of the big things was their moccasins, mm-hmm. and that they could move through the woods silently. And the you know the Europeans came over, and we just chomp around, chomp <laughs> yeah. around, and make a lot of noise. Very right? loud in comparison. Very loud in comparison. <laughs> and so I was obsessed yeah. with walking quietly through the woods, and I was obsessed with moccasins as a young kid. Huh. So if I had sort of sort of active um, ability to make myself more quiet, I would have been way more quiet. <laughs> well, it sounds like you probably needed some form of technology. I think I did. I was not as skilled as the Native Americans. Yeah. No, that's, and I got to tell you, once again, you step on my toes, no pun intended. I got a whole list here about walking silently. I think okay. that's the key to all yes. this. But let's go to the engineer first because I really like what they did. There's a lot of stuff being done with noise-canceling headphones and yes. things like that. What, what could we do from a technological standpoint to keep things quiet? Right. So, so noise canceling is a pretty mature te- technology these days. We've mm-hmm. had these, you know, more uh, buzz marketing here. We've had these uh, Bose headphones oh, that yeah. have been around forever. That uh, I do love them. Yeah, but they are not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> not not sponsored <laughs> yet. Uh, but the way they work is in your ear uh, when you're wearing those headphones. The headphones on the outside have a microphone that's picking up the noise that's going to come into your head, and then it because the electricity is faster than the sound waves, they can play basically the anti-sound into your ear canal before the regular sound gets in there and it, and it constructively, or de- yeah, it constructive or deconstructively interferes and the, it cancels itself out and yep. you only hear what the headphones are trying to play instead of also the room noise. Which is incredible when you think about it. Like, you're saying that so simply. Right. But think about it. This, this piece of the device on your head is creating a sound wave that is the opposite of what is coming in yeah. in time to go into your ear yeah. to cancel it out. That's incredible. It's an amazing piece of technology. Yeah. And it'd be very cool if we could apply that on a shoe level. Yeah. And, and I think one, a couple of things to keep in mind are how yeah. I think we really sometimes underestimate where computer power is, has gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean... The computational power involved in doing it, it's not, it, 
it's there's an actual computer there mm -hmm. doing yeah. part of this. Right. Right. In the it's, headphones. Yeah. Headphones, it's it's yeah. not what we think of standardly when we think of our laptop or our, or mm -hmm. our iPhone, say, or our More other phone. But I know. I, yeah. um, but but it's there, and and we we kind of lose sight of all the computational technology around us, and the headphones are one example of that. Well, and, and there's two parts to this, really, because there's active and there's passive. Yeah. So what you're talking about is active. So active, which is the much tougher problem, because yeah. when, when the headphones are on your ear, it's pretty easy. The, the sound is going in one direction. Right. It's going to a specific location. The headphones can figure out from the triangulation and all the, their sensors of what the signal has to be in your ear. When you're talking, though, about walking with the shoe, the sounds come in from the whole shape of the shoe. There's the leather on top is squeaking a little bit. The sole's compressing and making noise that way. Um, maybe the stitches are you know rubbing against the materials. That's mm -hmm. making noise. There's air. You know, as you compress the shoe, the air is coming out the Jeez, top. It's there, like an acoustic nightmare right, down there. It is, and so you have this problem of how do you how do you shape sound in all in the whole shape of the 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 shoe that can cancel out all the noises that are escaping in all the different directions. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna be really, really difficult. And in order to do it, you'd have to have like speakers all over the shoe, and then they're gonna be shooting backwards, and then so they're gonna to have to like cancel each other in the other direction, and I don't, it, it, it could probably be done, <laughs> but it would be very big and very heavy. Hmm. Well, see, I, I actually would go a different way with this. Yeah. Okay, don't go my way. I hope uh, you're not going to go my way. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I will cut you off. I, 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 think there's, I, I actually think there's two types of sound you're trying to cancel. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's the sound the shoe makes, mm -hmm. and then the sound the shoe makes when you step on stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay? And for the sound the shoe makes, I am intrigued by the... We, we, we're not doing this right now um, for sound, but we're very fascinated by making polymer materials that emit light. And they can be laser diodes or other types of things or lasers, right? Okay. So, and you want a polymer because it's flexible and you can dye something out. Okay. So what about a sound-emitting polymer material? A sound-emitting polymer. polymer? I did not know right. that's where you're going. Okay. Now you could build the shoe as a single speaker. Mm. Right. And now the challenge... <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm liking this. I, like I, I, this I, I knew I'd get mad on this. I like so this. You okay. make the shoe as the speaker, yeah. and now all you need is the really small microelectronics to actually have the shoe itself. Um, for the shoe, you can also then build in an uh, artificial intelligence layer, right, that has a great built-in model of the shoe and the noises and what it will do. And the shoe in real time is sending out the sound it needs to cancel itself. Hmm. And I argue canceling the shoe sound is probably the easier part because you could train it. It could learn yeah. how your foot works. I, there'd be a training stage. Like you walk around in the shoes for a day or two, right. and it learns how you walk. You can't just put these things out. No one no. can just put these things on no. and walk yeah. around silently. Or your no, mind. no. So you have to test on a lot of materials. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you walk on different things. I think the, 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 then the challenge becomes, okay, now you've got a multi-directional, solid-state, single speaker that's the shape of your foot. <laughs> right with an AI-backed microelectronics <laughs> control system. Yep. Okay. The the challenge now is going to be the environment. Like when you disturb mm. something in the environment, how do you mask that sound? Right. So, a little bit of a challenge I felt there, but then that's where you go back to the the the, the light emitting materials, and you actually have to I think kind of like cars are starting to do now, right? The car senses your surroundings, sees what's happening, warns mm -hmm. you if you're going out of the lane. So right, sure. You, you need a, sen a sensors that recognizes stick, okay? 
and, and basically calculates ahead of time the trajectory of your foot and decides are you going to step on the stick or not and is ready to cancel that sound when you, when you make that mistake. That's the harder technology that's taking it to a whole new level. Right. But that's, that's my vision. That's where I'm going. Um, it's patented already, so don't try and steal it. I won't. No, you know? I wouldn't know what to do with anything. What I like <laughs> about that is simple. You know, you kind of compared it to self-driving cars in yes. a way. But what if you had a self-driving suit that it knew where you were going to walk and then could predict the sound? Then you'd even even one step further. Yeah, exactly. Process. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go a little. I'm going to go analog on this. Okay. Okay. No, so so here my my theory. Out Drums here. on your feet? No. Yeah, <laughs> no. But what I like is so again, there's active versus passive, right? right? So passive is basically foam padding that stops sound from going through. You know things like that, right? So, I think I, and I did not think of the foam padding. I'm so disappointed. That's, so foam padding <laughs> is going to absorb a lot. Again, you, you you really struck on something that is fundamental here, Dennett. And normally I do that, but I'm going to give you credit for okay. it. Okay. It's really the sound the shoe makes and the sound of the environment. Yeah. And basically the sound the shoe makes material-wise and the sound you cause in the environment based on your steps. Okay, yep. we can go with that. The foam will cut down a little bit on that. Yeah. If you were to design a shoe that was silent, I think designing a silent shoe is pretty doable. I'm going to look to Ben on this. But do you think you could solve a silent shoe when walking, the shoe itself, the material, made no noise? I, I, That's part one. I, I was thinking about this. So there are definitely materials that make very, very little noise when they compress. Um, a windbreaker makes, makes a lot of noise. Yeah you, don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be making out a windbreaker material. But no. there's a lot of, you know, like memory foams and things like that. When you step on them, they really don't make any noise. And so I, I feel like you could probably make the soles out of something like that. But then you're going to have traction problems. And it's going to be kind of a spongy mm. walking experience. It would be tough to be, you know, doing Black Panther gymnastics <laughs> and acrobatics right. when your shoes are... You know, the bottom yeah. is squishy foam. But what about the material itself, top, you know, the top part? Could you make that silent? The top? Oh, yeah. I think the top wouldn't be as much okay. of a problem. So we can agree that the material making the shoe silent is the least of our problems. I think that's true. Because you can okay. either go passive, like you were saying, or my clever sound sure. emitting. I'm going to go analog. Polymer. Right. Yeah, so let's okay. go. Let's say we're not doing that, but we're going to go with an analog version that the shoe is silent. Okay? Let's go with yeah. that. We've done that. We've created that. We've solved that problem. I think, and you struck on this earlier, but I think the key to this is technique. I think the technique, the walking yes. technique, because what we're basically saying, and what you alluded to earlier, is that you're clumsily bouncing around, right? Yeah. Black Panther's smarter than that. He's more stealthy Well, than we do that. know cats are quiet. Cats yeah. are extraordinarily quiet. Um, and there are several people who've mastered this. Ninjutsu. The ninjas were very, yeah. very silent. We're going to get to some of their techniques. The Apaches have an Apache walk, walking through forest, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, in Japan, feudal Japan versus the forests of Illinois are very different, right? right? But the, tech, the, the point is people have discovered ways to move silently through just about every form of terrain that we have. And I think that technique, learning that, is really where you're going to have the advantage. So what you do is you have a silent shoe. Then we just limit how much noise you make. The, now, the, the drawback to all this is the speed at which you move. But when Black Panther needs to be really quiet, or when anyone needs to be really quiet, do they have, how fast do they have to be running? Yeah, they're usually sneaking. Exactly. They're and already moving slow. When you're sneaking, you're in. going slow. Yep. Exactly, right? Yep. So I think this is, really, uh, this is really down to technique. Would you like to hear some things? I would love to. Okay. So let's talk about ninjutsu, okay? Okay. Here's what's, so here are some of the keys to it. Slow, steady breath. Don't hold your breath because that'll force strong outbursts. Gotcha. Okay? Number two, 
shifting your balance is key. All these people at home, shifting your balance is key. Ben's getting into a meditative uh, state I'm, here. He's I'm, taking I'm, it all in. I'm yeah. So shifting your balance is very important. When to shift your balance, how to shift your balance, knowing if your foot's going on something crunchy, loud, to come right. off that a little bit, yeah. move around. Going from the side of your foot is very okay. important as well. Also, uh, toe to heel, slowly coming down. All these deliberate steps. Now, when you practice this, it can go faster. It doesn't have to be right. painfully slow all the time. And also, match the cadence of the people around you. Oh, which is also right. very cool. So if you're then, gonna, you're gonna right. slit someone's throat or use a garrote or something like that, you don't yep. want them to hear you. No. You match their step. And I do think, I do think, Dan. Yeah. If you layer a little bit of active technology, okay, uh, emitting some anti-sound from the shoe, okay, based on detecting where you are, yeah. you can enhance your technique right. to the next level. So the the shoe itself doesn't have to be the perfect sound canceling. Roll. Right. But that way, maybe you have a slightly faster mode, right, that allows you to make the occasional mistake because it can detect it and mask it enough. I think so. I mean, really, the point I'm trying to make here is that we fall back on technology for just laziness. And if yes. we just absolutely were worried about silence within us not having to think about anything or do anything, technology is the way to go. But I think you can really master this by just having a little bit of self control and a little bit of technique and master it all. That way you minimize the amount of noise you make. And I would like to say the moccasin, mm -hmm. at least the ones I played with as a child. <laughs> right, yeah. if you think about it, um, a lot of their construction yeah. made them way more quiet than the typical, say, boot yeah. that a European visitor Absolutely. was wearing. And so that aligns with your idea of the footwear being kind of a passive silent yeah. element. Yeah. No, I think so too. And, 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 and I also want to say, with, uh, with the Apache walk, very, very slow. Stalking, when yes. you stalk your prey, it's very, very slow. So that may not work. And also I wanted to make this, so these are a couple of funny things from from, uh, from article I was reading. Sound is a form of energy created in walking as a byproduct of wasted energy. So controlled foot movement minimizes this. Wasted yes. energy, don't yeah. waste energy. Also, avoid situations where you must sneak around with indigestion, such as growling stomachs, <laughs> burps, and other internal difficulties, because they can be as much of a giveaway as a footstep. Uh, Again, those earth. I think can be handled by the technology detecting that about to happen and canceling it. That's more important. Well, so, so here's the most antacid. Yeah. <laughs> here's the most important part. If you feel the urge to sneeze, this can be often suppressed by firmly pressing your upper lip. This is one of the few things cartoons got right. I love that because it goes okay. into cartoon physics. I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm, I'm going to have to try it next time. I'll have to try it next time. Yeah, yeah, we're both, you've got us intrigued, Dan. This is, this great is a stuff. great experiment. Yeah. <laughs> you can try that at home, kids. <laughs> try yeah. that at home. That's actually a safe experiment. You can try and it at Pepper home. Pepper will make you sneeze. They also got that right in cartoons. Okay. Uh, so I think we kind of nailed this. No, I think this one is exciting, yeah. What yeah, do you think, Ben? For sure. Can you make, any, uh, can you make all this stuff? No, no question. Okay. And, and it all sounds? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm working on my, i got to get my sound emitting polymer. But That's I'm, tricky. I'm, but hey, I had you on that. You were excited about I that. Really I really like that. I, I think because if you're going to rely on technology, I think that that's a really good way to do it. Yes. I'm just more into taking personal responsibility. I'd rather not drive an automatic car. I'd like to have my own stick shift. But that's me not relying on technology. But also, I could run instead of drive a car. Perfect. Right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think we figured this one out. Uh, but I think people may still have other questions. How can they get in touch with us? So uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Den and Michael. Mm -hmm. Just flip my name. Mm -hmm. And then on Facebook, it's Prof Den and Michael. So why'd you go with the Denon before Michael? Because somebody had already stolen the Michael Denon uh, in Twitter. Yeah. And so then I just stuck with it to be consistent because, you know. 
Got to be first one on the platform. That's why I, I have all the Daniel J. Glenns. I know. I Except know. I'm the Daniel J. Glenn on Instagram, Daniel J. Glenn on Twitter, and Analytical Mastermind on Facebook. But I kind of snuck in there yeah. and got them all. Ben, how do we get in touch with uh, you? I, I, I got all my handles Did the same, the same. thing. Yeah. So it's uh, B Seepser. That's B S I E P S E R. And thank you for spelling that without making me ask you to spell it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun little, <laughs> little shift. We're figuring it out. Uh, guys, thank you so much for this. Thank great. you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a good night. Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies is a Glencoe production and is hosted and produced by me, Daniel J. Glenn. The Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies introduction was produced by Daniel J. Glenn and Paul Springers with music and sound design written and performed by Paul Springers. Go to our website, fgbt.com. That's fgbt.com. One more time, fgbt.com to find out more about this episode, links to everything we talked about, and also updates check it periodically. I will be constantly updating with brand new advances in the technology we're talking about. Uh, If you like this show, you'll like Fascinating Nouns, my show where I explore the weird, the wacky, everything you can possibly think of. Grab an expert, talk to him for an hour about all kinds of topics, fascinatingnouns.com. If you like those two shows, you're going to like everything that I do. Go to danieljglenn.com and find out more. Subscribe to our newsletter where you learn about this, other episodes, behind-the-scenes stuff. And of course, you can follow the show on Pod on Twitter, FGGBT on Facebook, and all of our other stuff. Bottom of the page, FGGBT.com. Thank you for listening.